Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles Talking Football. So yeah, it's stupid, but what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles. 25 Whistles. That's how I feel. I'm about to hit a parlay this week, baby. Okay, come on. I've been researching and searching and urching and urching and ching and ing. Because I need it, man. I need some smiles. Me too, me too. This is 25 Whistles, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS to get in on the action. Something that I found to be pretty cool, and we'll talk to a kicker. Because I want to know what's going on in the kicker's head. And we talked about icing and if it really works. So we'll talk to Arkansas kicker Cam Little coming up. And then tight end Luke has, who broke his collarbone. Yeah. But this is pre. Before he broke his mm. This is BC, before collarbone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like BCB. BC, yeah. Oh, man. So that's all on the way. But now let's get on over to the tittle-tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle-tattle with Kickoff. Set to square off this weekend in the rivalry, where does the Texas-Oklahoma rank in your top three of college football rivalries. Well, I mean, just I think it's probably the top one as far as big ones go. It's like a big one. Well, the one that I'm most interested in, nobody cares because it's just my rival. Well, the boot. Yeah, I mean, nobody cares about the the golden boot. But if I'm just going, what rivalries that are known as big rivalries? I think I like that better than Ohio State and Michigan. Although I do like Ohio State and Michigan. What's that one called? The the, the two teams that get way too much publicity. Bowl, <laughs> the, the, the benefit of the doubt bowl. That if it's close, they get the benefit of the doubt and they go to the national championship game. The ones that always have an easy schedule yes, until that game, exactly. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna go. Texas OU is one, totally non-biased. Uh, two, probably Ohio State Michigan because it's so big and they care so much about that one. And if I were to go three... What about the Bamas? Well, they got something going over there. Bama, right? Auburn. Bama Auburn's really good, and there's been some really great endings to some of those games. I feel like it's been... 
I, you know, that maybe around six or seven. I feel like Bama has just, but but also Ohio State was killing Michigan for a bunch of years in a row, so it's not really fair. Yeah. But I'm gonna go if we're only doing football. Boy, the Army Navy is always awesome too because it has its own week, but it's the only game on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're intense. Yeah, and and they like want to fight each other in the stands. Yeah. Well, then, they're all but, wearing uniforms too. They want to be best buds again after because they're fighting for the same country. You know, it's a, <laughs> yeah. America. I'm gonna go Texas OU at one though. Eddie, you? Uh, I'm going to do the Battle of the Woods. That's Sam Houston State and Stephen F. Austin, man. <laughs> but again, that's a biased answer. Man, that was crazy. Dude, that week was crazy well, when the, I was at school. The the Battle of the Ravine, Henderson State and <laughs> OBU. It do that one, Division Two. But yes. No, nah, I think I think the Red River rivalry is huge. Oh, my nice gosh. Nice job. You can't even call it shootout dude. anymore. You can't. Mm-hmm. I have so many memories of working in the news and going to cover that game and just all day, dude, all day in Dallas at, I think it's the fairgrounds, mm-hmm. you have people yelling, Boomer, Sooner, Texas, fight. Texas sucks. OU sucks. I mean, all day while they're eating turkey legs. It's crazy. Deep fried everything. Yes. Is that the fair? You, you ever been? Yeah. Uh, we played the fair. Yeah, we've played the fair. I mean, deep fried Fruit Loops, deep fried everything. Oreos, deep fried butter, like entire horses. And that stadium, the Cotton Bowl, is so old. It sucks. It's so <laughs> I wish they would move. It's not me in the game. I wish they'd move it to home and home series. Yeah. Because those places would be going nuts. I get it's half and half. It's intense. But there aren't a lot of people there compared to what the other stadiums hold. And that stadium's a piece of crap. I've, yeah. I've been in it a bunch of times. I know it's tradition, but I don't think keeping tradition for tradition's sake is awesome. So I would, I would like to see it go home and home because those are two fan bases that you – are jealous of and you want to punch in the mouth at the same time. <laughs> yes. if, that, if I'm being honest there. Yes. All right, next up. At 5-0 and on the season and hosting LSU this weekend, will you start to take Mizzou serious if they win on Saturday? Yeah, if they win, of course. But I'd, do I take them serious yet? I, I mean, the Kansas State win was big. The field goal at the end of the game, that's big. But I mean, here's who they beat. They beat South Dakota, eh. Middle Tennessee, eh. Memphis, eh. Vanderbilt. Eh. The Kansas State game, they won. That's a good, that's a good three-point win. Congratulations. I don't feel like they're a real 5-0 and team. They beat LSU. Here's the thing. LSU doesn't have a defense. And this is a kind of team that can score 50 on LSU. So I think they can beat LSU. I don't know that at 5-0 and I'm giving them the respect, and they don't care about my respect, to be honest with you, <laughs> that I am other 5-0 and teams. But it'll be interesting. LSU, if they lose another game, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna, they're not going to fire them. No. But, I mean, it's going to be really uncomfortable down there. But especially to Missouri. It's going to be really uncomfortable. I mean, they almost lost to Arkansas. Yeah. It was a first and goal from the one. I mean, they almost have three losses already. They don't. It almost doesn't count. But if they lose to Missouri, that will not be good. So uh, I'm going to go to – what's the spread on that game? Because I don't think Missouri wins. Plus five and a half. Thank you, Reed. (laughs) Reed's on. Reed's already over there. Look at that. I'm not even taking that. I'm not even taking that. I'm staying away from that game. Completely. Missouri's plus five and a half? Yeah, uh, right? Yeah. He's yeah. like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it says. Uh, yeah, if they win, yes. I'll take them very seriously. Until then, they're still Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next. Going to the NFL here. Both going against good defenses on Sunday night. Which offense do you trust more to get a win on Sunday? 49ers or the Cowboys? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know the answer to this. Debo's been hurt. So that's one playmaker that if he's not back full speed does affect the offense. If I, let's break it down then quarterback to quarterback. I would take Dak over I would over, over Purdy. Experience wise in every way. 
Okay. Purdy hasn't even played a full season yet. So I would take Dak there. He's still undefeated, isn't he? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> crazy. Uh, running back. Yeah. McCaffrey over Pollard. For but sure. Pollard is really good. So it's, it's not a, it is an easy one because McCaffrey's so good. He may be the MVP. McCaffrey's been the one who's been winning all these games. Yeah. So Mc, there. Uh, Debo versus Lamb. Lamb. Mm-hmm. Lamb hasn't had a crazy year yet. He's got one touchdown of the year. But again, Lamb is legit, and he hasn't been hurt. So I'm probably going to take CeeDee Lamb over Debo. But then you have a weapon like Brandon Ayuk, who only catches first downs and touchdowns. And the Cowboys don't really have... Brandon Cooks? Who is that? A second receiver that is... It's going to be a good game. I would love to see the Cowboys win it. Well, me too, obviously. Yeah, because you being a fan. But me, I would just like to see a shakeup over there. Yeah. Then what you think about Shanahan going against McCarthy, right? Also, because you think about the offenses, and you got to trust. I don't Shanahan. trust. I don't trust McCarthy. Yeah. And McCarthy's calling McCarthy's all the plays time, now. Yeah, I know. And his time management skills, they seem to be lacking. And I don't watch every cowboy. I watch most of every cowboy game, but I I'm not as into it as Eddie is, where he watches every second. But it always seems like McCarthy has a dumb look on his face, like he doesn't understand something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's his resting look. I know. Face, I hold man, that against like, him. Okay. I don't know. The I RBF, should. The yeah, RBF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude. I, I mean, you can't judge him on RCF, his look. RCF resting confused face. <laughs> yeah. I do though. I always feel like he's just a little confused. Though what I'm concerned about is his uh, ha- his post game speeches. You know, like they have like these games where they just killed the team, and you think it'd be like, all right, let's go fire. Because man, Jer- um, is it Jimmy Johnson back in the day? His speeches were amazing. He came up with how about them Cowboys and all that stuff. Really pumped up the team on TikTok. They always show the Cowboys post game, and he's always like, hey, we did what we did. All right, okay, Lawrence. Get us out of here. <laughs> it's, it's always that. And he hands it off to a player, and they're just like, come on, guys. And the player does all the hyping. So, oh, that always makes me doubt him a little bit. He's not a hype bit. coach. You know, not all coaches are hype coaches. I get it. I mean, Saban's yeah. not a hype coach. I don't want to compare the two, but Saban's not a hype coach. <laughs> yeah, a little different. Uh, I trust the 49ers offense a little yeah. more, especially, too, because the Cowboys have lost defensively digs. Yeah, but we still got, hey, we still got a lot of power back there. I agree, but so does San Francisco. I mean, you're talking about two awesome defenses. Bosa he, versus Micah. Go. Draw. Really? Yeah. Kevin? Micah. Nice. Reed, it, tiebreaker. Reed? Uh, Micah. He doesn't. Reed doesn't know. <laughs> Plus <laughs> nine. Mika. I, I would go draw on that one. Okay, Kevin, last question. Last one here. Which one in three team that made the playoffs last year do you think is most desperate for a win this weekend? If, if the Vikings don't win, if the Vikings don't win, they're done. They're already done, but they're done. They're cooked, roasted, toasted. Even if another one, like the Bengals, I still think the Bengals, even if they were to lose again, I still think they can be in it because Burrow's hurt. I think they can turn it, they, they can turn it around and be consistently great once everybody is healthy. The Vikings are going to lose all motivation. The Vikings are going to lose any sort of confidence that they had rolling over from last year. And they're playing the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a bad... If and when the Vikings lose, it's over. Trey Kirk Cousins. Mm. Give him a chance. Send him somewhere. Send him to Atlanta. Because it ain't, it ain't happening for the Vikings. Uh, Bengals and Cardinals, it's a, even if Burrow isn't healthy, this is a good opportunity for the Bengals to win the game. The problem with the Cardinals is they, they're playing hard. They're losing, but they're playing hard every week. Yeah. And how long will they keep playing hard as they're losing? Uh, Giants and Dolphins. Man, the Giants game last. It was, they look terrible. They look worse than they've looked in two years. They look like McCarthy's face. They do. Don't know what to do. RCS. <laughs> mm-hmm. They just like, uh. 
Like Daniel Jones <laughs> looked terrible. Yeah. And I like Daniel Jones. But the Dolphins are, I think, based on who they're playing, the Vikings are playing the Chiefs. They're going to lose that. They're done. They're cooked. The Giants and the Dolphins, I think the Dolphins are probably going to come out and really roasty-toasty the Giants based on how, how bad it was last week against the uh, Buffalo. I think the Bengals probably beat the Cardinals. But if they don't, I still believe in the Bengals. I still believe <laughs> in this. Cincinnati. Right, yes. We were, oh, yeah, we were in Cincinnati yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, that is the Tittle Tattle. The stupidest name ever is the Tittle Tattle with kickoff. 25 Whistles, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action for game parlay. I want to keep it quiet. I've been You're going to whisper this? Or I've what? been very excited. I felt really good. But this one I've done researching and searching and urching and ching and ing too. Searching and, and urching. And loving <laughs> and loving. <laughs> so this is what I have for you this week. It's Come four on, games. Man. Come on. First of all, I call it the slam dunk. Georgia, money line over Kentucky. Oh, You got two, two teams that haven't lost a game yet. Uh, Georgia's a favorite. But, what, like two touchdowns? I, don't, I feel like Kentucky can play closer than two touchdowns, so I'm just going Georgia money line. That's, just, that's, that's the home run. You can count that one. Just put the check beside that one. Where is this game? It's in Georgia. Okay. So there we go. Alabama money line at Texas A&M. Alabama's a one-point favorite. Woo! One and a half, I think, when I look last. But they are going down to College Station. Alabama's a one-and-a-half-point favorite, but I'm just taking the money line. I need that point. Call it, uh, A&M coming off a win? A&M coming off a win. Alabama being told they suck. <laughs> okay. We don't need to talk about the A&M. <laughs> okay. Dang it. Shots do, fired, do that, dude. I, I'm I'll, literally... I will kick you in the nuts over the Cowboys all year if you want to do that. Whoa! They're your team, too, though. No, they're your team. And yours, since we're oh. friends and all. Okay. I have Washington State plus three-and-a-half at UCLA. They're getting three and a half points. The betters, the guy sitting in the lines must know something I don't. <laughs> you always think that, right? I know. Yeah. But Washington State plus three and a half. And then Arkansas plus 11 and a half at Ole Miss. They're going to win that game. <laughs> Here we go. Oh my gosh. They're going to win that game. I, I take the points, but I, just so you know, I'll be taking the money line. What makes you so confident they're going to beat Ole Miss? Love. <laughs> <laughs> they're upset. Pittman was dropping the F-bomb in practice. No, he was. He rarely does. The opposite of McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. You knew what his face still said. Yeah. He was not confused. <laughs> if you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users can use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. If you bet 10, it's 75. I bet 100, so... Smiles. 100 smiles. Mm-hmm. Bet 100, 100 smiles. Hey, I got dads making that, that bet. That's a football game on Saturday mornings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always feel bad for my friends who can't do it. They're in states. Yeah. Oh, I know. I hate that for them. You tell them to go talk to their legislator. I know. <laughs> hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. 
It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That story about the Utah football players getting the 1500, the Dodge Ram 1500s. Awesome. Have you seen it? No. They got trucks, trucks. 85, every scholarship player on the Utah football team got a Dodge Ram 1500. Brand new. Yeesh. Yeesh. What if that, you're, that's so if you're a walk-on, then you just don't get it. I know. What if you're like a preferred walk-on? You're so close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the coach, like two weeks later, says, we're putting you on scholarship. I ain't get a truck. <laughs> sucks. <laughs> so, or if you're a walk-on who's getting to play a little bit now, and there are scholarship players who aren't, mm-hmm. that's... Uh, what about the parking lot, though? Like, do you just go up and hit the button to find yours? <laughs> it's all, That's a good question. Are they all the same color? <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's each truck's retail price is $61,000. Uh, Funded by collective donations, the trucks will be leased to each player's. So, oh, leased. They're not given. Yeah, so it's every, that's the caveat there. That's different. Every six months. That's different. I thought they were bought for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still cool, but I thought they were all given trucks. And once they leave the school, it's not theirs anymore. Oh, well, it gets worse and worse. Yeah. 
No, it's still good, dude. Yeah, if someone cool. did that to me now, I'd be like, thank you. That's amazing. Well, they do that to me now. It's Hyundai. All oh, right. Because I have an Ionic, <laughs> you, and it's me. awesome. But I literally thought that the group went... The, the headline was so misleading. I know, I know, I know. It but was it's so fun. misleading that I even clicked into the article, read the first three lines, and moved on. Kevin just bursted your bubble right now. <laughs> I'm, now I'm sad for them. <laughs> it's like a oh, teaser. Man. Did you see the Mexican cartel hitman who, who, who gunned down their own boss? No. No. So By accident? This, so this one dude's in the hospital. And this other guy comes in the hospital armed in Mexico. And the guys that were protecting the guy in the hospital shot him. Boom, 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 killed him. Turns out that was the leader of the cartel. He Oof. was coming to pay for the guy's hospital. Oof. They killed their own boss. Now, they're like, it was an accident. But do we really feel like it? Yeah, because you don't kill that. You don't kill your boss. According like, to reports, Senora Cartel Gunman, the sons of infamous drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Gunman, are thought to have been at the hospital guarding another man who was receiving treatment. When an armed man walked into the clinic, the henchman opened fire on him, thinking he was coming to the facility to finish the man off they were guarding, when in fact it was their own boss, L-22, coming to pay for the man's surgery. As a result of the blunder, four people died on the scene, including one of the hospital's doctors. After oh. the smoke cleared, there was one more casualty. One of the inept gunmen who, upon realizing their horrendous, a horrendous mistake, shot himself to avoid whatever they were going to do to him. Daily Star. That's I just don't understand this crazy. life. That's crazy. And at some point in the, the cartel world, like, there has to be a new leader. So how does that happen? You know? So, so I think the way to tell if this is an accident or not is if those four guys live. Well, the one's dead. Right. But, I mean, the ones that, that shot yeah. or were there. One of them wants to be the leader? Correct. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, there's always one on the rise. So sometimes when this happens, it's so they can have somebody See, I else felt take that over. Too. I, it felt mm -hmm. a little fishy than just, oh, I don't recognize him. Da, 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 da. <laughs> How do you not it, know, too? Yeah, it could have been like he was hired by somebody else to, oh, take him out by accident. But that's why I don't run a cartel. I, don't, I just I don't want to be, you know, I'm always suspecting. That's crap. the reason. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's the reason. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. I get it. Otherwise, I'd be running a cartel like crazy. Yeah, yeah. You'd be great at it. Oh, man, I would be great. I would just be nervous. Oh, this is like, kind of like Cartel. The show? Yeah. That it's a wholesome sure. Cartel. Yeah. We're, we're all like, <laughs> yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody's trying to always take me down. Arkansas is definitely going to win, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I see you have your glove on again. Of course. Eddie's got a South Carolina glove, a Cincinnati hoodie, and a Dallas Cowboy hat. <laughs> I know, I know. One of the dads. He's like the land of misfit toys. <laughs> Dude, one time, one, one day I went to the football game on Saturday morning with like Arkansas hat, and I think I had a uh, uh, Carolina, South Carolina shirt. And a van Vandy shorts, and one of the dads is like, "Like I don't understand what's like, what's what's happening here." And I'd explain to him like, "We just go to these schools and they give us stuff." I have a whole backpack full of clothes from Cincinnati yesterday, and they hooked us up more than any other school has. I don't know what to do with all the clothes. There's like eight shirts, four yeah. pair of shorts. It's There's good stuff, a hoodie, but it's I don't know. I have every brand, every school. Is your wife giving you pressure to like, hey, you can't you can't keep all these? No. My wife's for sure giving me pressure. She makes fun of me when I put the uniforms on. <laughs> <laughs> the full pads? Yeah. So, uh, but we had a great time, and that episode will come out in the next couple weeks. But with that, so Arkansas is up now. Kansas State will go up next week. Then after that will be either Cincinnati or Western Kentucky. Let's go. Dep hopefully, depending on who wins the games. Yeah. We, don't wanna, we, we really don't want to put them out after they lose a the game. Right. But we want to do the Arkansas win this week because Luke has got hurt. Um, I do want to play this, too, because I always think inside of a kicker's head is very interesting. Uh, this is Cam Little. Cam's originally from Oklahoma. It's, he's a junior this year. He was one of the all-SEC members. He had a 50 and a 52-yarder last weekend. They, they lost, but he crushed. Yeah, it was awesome. You can follow Cam on Instagram at Cameron G. Little. And I'm going into an agreement with Cam. Cam works with 
um, an organization that works with people with special needs, and he donates for every field goal he makes out of his own pocket. And so I told him I'd match whatever he donates. That's so cool. Awesome. So we're going to do that. Uh, Cam, great kid. Had a really great time with him. I still sucked kicking afterward. But here he is, Cam Little. In a minute, we're going to kick. But first, I wanted to talk to the Arkansas Razorbacks kicker. Um, I Just generally, you're cooler than I thought a kicker would be. <laughs> like, you're a little more normal. Because every time we talk to a school, even NFL teams, are like, yeah, the kicker's just by himself. He's kind of quiet. At, 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 UC, yes. at UCF, they put the kicker in a whole different room. In the they locker room. Really? Stuff. Yes. And so, like, you're, I don't know, you're, like, normal. We're, we're a little surprised. You're like an athlete. Yeah, I guess it just comes from growing up playing soccer. Um, I think soccer really gave me my confidence. I was always good with free kicks and penalty kicks, so I didn't, like, feel any pressure, like, talking to people. I guess that pressure kind of equivalents to, like, life. And I've always had, like, a really outward personality. I've never been, like, really shy, so... I can literally talk to a brick wall. You can ask any of the guys in the locker room. I can talk to myself the whole time. We walk <laughs> off. He just keeps talking. Uh, well, you say you don't feel pressure, or you didn't then. But what about pressure yeah. in high school? Let's, let's, let's remove Arkansas from it. Yeah. In high school when you're kicking, what's the most pressure-filled kick you had? Um, I'd say my last kick, it was playoffs against our rival school, Westmore High School. I never had a game winner in high school. Never really had a chance to kick one. Didn't really get the opportunity. But my last um, game I ever played was against our rival high school, Westmore. We were sophomore. And it was a 48-yarder, and I actually first kick of my whole high school career was a 48-yarder, and my last kick of my high school career was a 48-yarder. I made both. So pretty cool little story there. But that's not even the most pressure kick, I've, not pressure play I've had. Um, it was actually a fake punt against A.J. Green in high school. Um, we, I threw it for like 34 yards. I had like 60 yards passing one you game. You threw it? Yeah, and it was a fake punt, and I made it happen. So a little nervous for that, sitting in the backfield with – guys that were a lot better than our team at that time. In high school, you, you were the kicker, obviously, but did you play at other positions too in high school? Just punter and kickoff. That's all I did. Oh, you punt. were a punter as yeah. well? Mm -hmm. So if you needed to punt here last minute, let's say there was some disease that hurt everybody's right leg that punted, they were like, Cam, get in. You I'd kick. be excited to. Yeah, I used to love punting. I was better at punting than I was at kicking um, for a little bit, but ended up, you know, obviously kicking in college. Whenever you get iced, does that really affect you? Not really, no. Um, I don't think I've ever felt – I've never really understood the whole ice thing. Um, you can ask a lot of kickers that, and they really will say the same answer. Like, a timeout just gives you more time to think about it in general. Um, if you're sitting back there and you're a little nervous about it, um, and they give you a timeout where well, you've got a whole other 25, 30 seconds to think about it and really calm your nerves. So, so that time is not toxic to you? No. Mm -mm. But do you, try to, do you try to expect the ice? No. I try, to, I try to go out there like I'm about to kick the rep. I never, you never really want to expect ice because if they don't they ice you. They can reverse ice you. Exactly. Yeah. If, they don't, if they don't ice you, you're not ready to go. They can heat kick you. Yeah. <laughs> they can fire. That's the opposite. Heat, fire you. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Minnesota where they put the gopher down on the kicker? Have you seen that? I have. I was watching a video on Twitter the other day and saw the opposing team and they threw the gopher up on the big screen. And I was like, dang, man, that'd be. Staring right at, yeah. staring right at the kicker. <laughs> when did you feel like that if you worked on this specific skill, you could turn it into a college and possibly a pro career? It was like sophomore summer going into my junior year. That's when I really got, got to kicking more than I did soccer. That's when I fell in love with it more than I did um, soccer at the time. Um, I felt like I wasn't gonna have a career in soccer as much as I was in kicking. I wasn't gonna get um, as much scholarship money and as much opportunity um, in the soccer world as kicking world. So that's when I kind of made the transition. I was like, I'm putting all my marbles into kicking and hopefully it works out and thankfully it has. Most pressure? you felt here at Arkansas kicking a ball and watching it go through? Like, tell me, talk to me about the pressure, and then as it goes through, is it relief, or is it like, I knew I could do that? It's kind of both. Um, actually, the most, the most pressure situations I've felt is usually when our team is down by three or we have a chance to go up three in a really tight game. So, like, Ole Miss freshman year, we were either a tie game and we had to get three points. That's the most pressure I've ever felt on a kick. It was a 51-yarder. 
Do you uh, feel your heart kick in your neck? You can feel it a little bit, yeah. And it's mainly the crowd's adrenaline that's kind of wearing off on you. You kind of get the, you kind of get a little more distance on your kick, but you kind of have to learn how to control those nerves and adrenaline a little bit more um, in those scenarios. So mainly when our team is at a tied, tied position, that's when it's kind of like, okay, we need to put our team ahead. I want to keep our momentum rolling. Do you ever go, coach, let me kick. Don't go for it on fourth. In my head, I do, but I don't, I don't, <laughs> don't say it out loud. There's a couple opportunities where I'm like, all right, man, let's, let's go out there. Let's, you know, obviously we want that, but we'll take the attempt if we need it. What's the longest kick you've ever made in practice? I hit 60 twice this fall camp. Wow. Um, I've hit a 61 before in like a last minute scenario, but 60, I think, I think I've hit that three or four times before here, but past fall camp, I hit it twice. What's so. the most a coach would put you in to, to kick your max? Up to him really, but if we had a win behind me, I think we could go like before half scenario, I think we could go 62, maybe 63. Um, kind of seeing that. You feel like in, in the kicking space, because some of these kickers, they kick to their like 80, you know, yeah. so it's, it's hard to break in. You know, we have a good buddy who was a deep snapper. For yeah, like he was us. mentioning Matt Overton. Yeah, uh -huh. for like 15 yeah. years. Um, I think it's once you get to that level, um, your first like two or three years, they say in your they say your rookie season as a kicker is the hardest thing to do because that's where you either can make it or they're going to cut you. Um, kind of like a good scenario is Cade York for the Browns. He uh, he had a decent little rookie year and just this past offseason couldn't put it together and he ended up getting waived. So that's a good scenario. And you have see Evan McPherson for the Bengals. Had a great rookie year, had a great second year, and now he's going into his third fourth year and probably going to sign a four, uh, another four-year contract yeah, after clutch. that. So um, those, like you said, those first two, three years in the NFL or in college can really, um, you know, determine how your career is going to end up. Do you feel like you have the skill set at some point to take it to the next level? I do. I do. I do have that confidence in my leg. Um, I've kicked around a lot of guys that are um, going to that NFL level, and I feel like I can match up pretty well with them at some points. Uh, obviously, they're uh, NFL veterans, so they're going to have a lot more um, time under their belt and skill. But I think eventually I can make it to that point. I ran a 40 and 4.8. Really? That's the question, yeah. Yeah. No. I'm running like a five, five, exactly. Five, one. That's exactly. What I ran. Exactly. So this is what happened. So I had posted the video of us kick, kicking at Vanderbilt, and Eddie yeah. is a pretty good kicker, and he's like, "Well, it's because I'm Mexican," and I'm like, "I don't know the difference. I don't know anything about <laughs> kicking." He's like, "It's in my blood," and I'm like, "Well, I don't." And, and I said, "I don't know how to kick," and I was kicking like this, and so I got a text from going, "Was that serious?" And I'm like, "What do you mean, was that serious?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, that's." So I said, then why don't you teach me how to kick? There we go. I'm kind of lost. I don't even know if you can teach me how to kick because my form, as you've seen, is very, let's call it Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown style. Straight on. Yeah, straight on. So let's, well, well, do we need to stretch as a kick yeah, or do we get, do it totally let, tight? Let, let, you, can, you can get stretched to your best of your ability and I'll take you through a little okay. more if you need it. So PAT, the snapper's going to be right there. here. The holder would be right oh, here. We'll go crap. at seven for you. We'll set you up here. See what you got here. For all the marbles. Oh. No good. No good. I went Charlie Brown. I freaked out. You know, I went back to my old ways. Congrats so far on a great career. Thank you. You represent us, Arkansans, super proud, and looking forward to a great season. Awesome. Um, stay healthy. There he is. Let me teach right you. There. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, thanks to Cam Little. That's awesome. Could you be a kicker? Are you mentally strong enough? Mm, probably not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not physically strong enough to no, be a I kicker. No, I said mentally, though. <laughs> like, both, both of them, I'm not strong enough, no. The NFL is going strong. DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And if you do, please use the code Bobby Sports. It helps us so much. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's it. That's what you do. That's the code Bobby Sports only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 and up. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Okay, so... Let's do our locks. Got it. Locked. Ooh, locked up. That's what that is. Locked right. up. Or pinky promises. What do we call it? Everybody yeah. calls them a lock. Oh, yeah, we should come up with something different. 
Pinky Promise, though? Yeah, I like um, that. So it's like so the difference. A little Pinky Promise? Yeah. What's that? The toot? The toot. Oh. Like, like a toot. horn? No. So, so the whole point of a lock is like, it, it for lock sure is it up. Hit. Yeah, it's for sure going to hit. For sure going to hit, lock it up. Lo- it's locked in. So, But it's very cliche right, right, right. in the gambling world. Like, that's like a 1989 saying. Yeah. And we say it because it's always been said. It's fine. It's, it's fine. That's a lock. And I started saying the pinky promise because it's the opposite. It's not masculine at all. Hmm. We can, you know, you... Like, put a stamp on it? Oof. <laughs> That's kind of older than a lock, I think. <laughs> put a stamp on it? Um, uh, what, what's, like, a modern, like, you know, on, on social media? Like, post it. Post it. I give up. <laughs> no cap. No, no cap. That's just <laughs> stupid. Oh, much. Send it. Like, put it in the safe Send and it. spin it. Spin it in the safe. Spin it. Nah. I don't know. Here are the ones we promise. I mean, even the promise is funny. Promise? The pro- here's, here's, here's our... Here's we, a, we promise. We promise. Okay, I like that. Okay. We promise! <laughs> God. Do you have the counts of what everybody owes? Because we haven't paid anything yet. Yeah, and I do have this. That's the bucket of money? We got a jar. Okay. Ooh. All right, we promise, and if we miss, we have to pay. This is us penalizing ourselves. We promise. We promise. All right, Kevin. I promise they're going to get back on track this week. <laughs> <laughs> we promise the Bengals minus two and a half at Arizona. You think they run them? I do. Not really, but I'm going for it. Oh, I promise. Promise. <laughs> it, looks on, it looks good on paper. Yeah, sure. so I'm going to go with that one. Okay, Eddie. Man, you were talking about Minnesota having to win. I just don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs. And so you're talking Minnesota versus Taylor Swift. Give me the Chiefs. The Chiefs minus four and a half. That's crazy. The Chiefs minus four and, a half, four and a half, I promise. I would say a very motivated Chiefs team, too, because they barely beat the Jets. Yeah. Everybody's like, do they suck now? Mahomes got to stop throwing that ball the way he did I saw last week. They didn't cover because he you know, slid. Yeah. <laughs> I love the videos of everyone watching. Going like, whoa, whoa, why are you, why'd oh, you do that? Man, that sucks. Okay, you promise? I promise. Okay, Reed? Have I won one yet? Doesn't matter, Reed. No. Reed, if we just bounce back and go again. <laughs> what do you got, Reader? I promise... Mizzou plus five. It was plus five and a half like 10 minutes ago, but it just changed. Mizzou plus five <laughs> playing LSU. LSU. Okay. Is that because we were talking about it earlier? 100%. Okay. I promise Arkansas plus 11 and a half. You promise? Yeah. You feeling that one? Yeah, I promise that one. Okay. We're at Ole Miss. <laughs> A lot of cowbells. No, that's Mississippi State. Oh, that's Mississippi State. That's, that's, right, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I promise. I promise. Uh, now, freshman phenom Luke has. We talked with him. Again, you can watch our show, Too Much Access. You can see the video of us. Luke was the one that let me wear his pads. It turned into all, everybody, us wearing pads. It's like all a the thing teams. now. Yeah. yeah, I was like, can I wear your pads? And he's like, yeah, I don't care. So I put them on, and then now we wear the pads people. You also drank his drink. Well, it was his drink, but it was unopened. Okay. Kevin brought me one, and it said Luke's name on it, but he didn't know it. It was just with the waters. And I was like, oh. And he was like, don't drink that, man. That's got like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's got all kinds like of... It's like Space Jam juice, dude. Yeah, all kind of stuff. <laughs> so Luke enrolled early in the spring and was having a great freshman year. I mean, he had 100-yard game, two touchdowns. He chose Arkansas over schools like LSU, Alabama, USC, and a bunch more. You can follow Luke on Instagram, at Luke has, H-A-S-Z. He broke his collarbone, not playing right now. It sucks, but here he is, Luke has. This, um, this guy here is huge and... Young, are you? Are you nineteen? I am nineteen. This is stupid. He's a nineteen. He can't even buy beer. He's a gladiator <laughs> at nineteen years. Look it's at this. Crazy. So, the announcers, I believe, in the first game, were saying your last name wrong. 
How Habitola do you say your last name? Has. Oh, they were saying it right. Take away the Z. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I, I say it wrong. Do you have to tell everyone first? Like, this is how you pronounce I say Luke. Last I say Luke has. Most of the time. He's mostly has. Dude. Now you know. No, I think I said has. Right. That, so you said it wrong. Okay. No, that's right. You got Dude, it. Dude, right. this is who's on first. Who's on first? <laughs> I'm on third. Come on, second. So, uh, yeah, when did you get to be so, like, robust? Like, what age were you bigger than everybody else? I've always been a little bit bigger, but. I'd say I was always a basketball player. So once COVID hit, uh, me and my brother, my brother actually pushed me to get a lot bigger because he was a lot stronger than I was. And then after that COVID, I gained like 20 pounds during COVID. Did you lose speed? No, because I was still doing my basketball drills. My basketball drills is what's helped me most with football. And so you're playing, you're listed as a tight end, but as I watch you play, I mean, you're off the line more than I think you were on the line so far that mm-hmm. I've seen you. Uh, like, how would you describe the position you play? I'd say it's really diverse, especially with the offense that we got this year with the heat coach, Enos. He allows us to run a lot, and that's what I was looking for in an offense, and him coming here was just a huge blessing. You were in high school playing ball last year. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, he's high school ball last Crazy, year, man. and here he is making an impact. The first pass that Arkansas threw the entire season was to him. I texted him after the game. I was like, dude, the first pass of the whole, <laughs> of the whole season was to you. And I was like, did you know it was coming? And he was like, I felt like it might come. But you're 19 when you're, you got 22, 23, 24-year-old men across from you. Are they so much bigger, faster, and stronger than what you're used to? Uh, I'd say for sure. But coming in here this January definitely helped. Coming early? Mm-hmm. Getting to go against people like that. And then even in January, the Under Armour game was a big, big advantage for me, getting to go against guys that are just a lot bigger and faster. But... The technique and stuff, that, that's what matters when you go against guys like that. How bit, how tall and how much you weigh right now? 6'3", maybe. Same. 240. Yeah, I'm 235 yeah. probably. Yeah. I'm probably 6'2", 235. <laughs> as I'm next to him, has there ever been more of a line? <laughs> I, I'm slowly like sucking in my wind and spreading out. Uh, so you, you, you come over here, you're an Oklahoma boy. You grew yes. up in Oklahoma. How in the heck did you end up at Arkansas? Well, my sister came here and my aunt came here, and then Coach Pittman being from Oklahoma definitely helped. And the relationship I've built with him since I started getting recruited by them just kept on going, and I've loved every part of it. And there's a lot of Oklahoma people on this team, including that one. <laughs> Number one. Who's that? AJ. What's up, AJ? What's up? How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm pretty good, buddy. <laughs> good um, conversation. Yeah, but we, we're, we go way back. <laughs> uh, you know, you were the number one recruit out of Oklahoma. I was reading all about you when you were in high school. What kind of pressure is there to stay in state? Because you got t- two massive schools there, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I imagine everybody at school is like, yo, what are you doing? I mean, there's definitely a lot of pressure, especially in high school. All my teachers wanted me to go to Oklahoma and stuff. But growing up, I was never an OU or OSU fan. I was always Arkansas just because of my sister and my aunt. And my dad played at Tulsa. My mom played tennis at Tulsa. So, I mean, I didn't really – ever think about wanting to go there but I just knew that this was going to be home especially just like the vibes I got here coming like in the summer in the past couple of years just with the teammates it's been really good is it pretty cool to walk around and everybody can be like that's that's Luke has yeah. like he plays for I mean you get traded is it pretty cool to be honest I don't I don't look at that stuff. No, yeah, Come I would not. No, I really don't. I'd live it. It'd be awesome, dude. I would not stop walking around. But design, I'm Lucas. Especially in college, man. I wore my jersey with no helmet. I wore my jersey to class. No. In case they didn't know, they would know. That's pretty. Do you get all the gear you want? Like pretty much all the athletic clothes you want. I mean, they, they provide us with everything saying. we need. Like if you need like underwear, mm-hmm. coach. Always. Yeah. 
you call your coach always for underwear? Because I would. That might be kind of weird. Okay, but. that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you playing tight end, sort of a receiver, sort of an H back position. It requires you to block and to catch balls and to actually run with the ball. So you have to have a skill set that's um, pretty varied, and you got to be good at multiple things. What to you is the hardest part of your job? I'd say the hardest part of my job is understanding the defense and having good leverage on blocks because if not if, like me, I'm not, I don't weigh as much. So every time I'm going against someone, I have to give a hundred percent and just be as violent as possible because, because of the size difference. But I think coach Turner's helped me tremendously with footwork and like my hand placement and it's made it a lot easier. You don't weigh as much, but you're huge, but you're like a monster. Right. Yeah. We have a lot, a lot of really big guys on this team. So would it be like, me going against you, but mm. I would be you, mm. and then you would be them. I guess that's a good way to he, that's that's not, not that small. No, not, <laughs> not, not, not that scrawny. What's KJ like as, as a quarterback and as a leader? He's awesome. As soon as I got here, he's been – he's a great leader, like, by example, but he's also been a great vocal leader, getting us going, like, if we have a bad day, make sure we're on top of stuff. And then this – in the off season, we'd come up here – at least once a week and work on our routes and just timing and stuff. So it'd be good for the season. What's your favorite route when they call it? Probably a thumb route. Is that, a, is he messing with me? You know, you do, you do, you, you, you do like that against that. the guy? You You're lined up against the end and thumb route? <laughs> All right, one, yeah. two, three, four, Luke declares thumb war and then let it be. What's a thumb route? So you're running yep. and you want to sell a post with your eyes okay. and stick and run and chase. So post the, a corner? Mm-hmm. And then there's Two posts on the outside, and we want to chase the heels of the outside post, and then KJ will throw it right there. Let's line it up. Throw me one. That was all a good throw. That was good. That cornerback hit me after five yards. This is a flag for sure. Yeah, he needs to quit grab. For sure. All right. So, Eddie, any question for Luke before he goes? No, man. Just uh, thanks for letting us be here. I'll, oh, no. I'll walk off with Thank this Thank you guys for coming. <laughs> take it. Take it. Dude. Uh, dude, we're super happy to have you here. Thank you. It's going to be huge, and I need to go and... Take a shower. Take a, yeah. Yeah, uh, ice bath. Yeah. Ice bath, for all sure. That, all that stuff. Luke has, everybody. Nice job. Okay. Everybody feel good? Feeling good. Promises. Making our promises, doing our interviews. I need the Bears to win a game. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Survivor. Bought, yeah. No, no, no. I bought them in our general manager league where you have a team. We have six teams. And if they win, cool. But if they lose, you owe a bunch of money. And I took the Bears as my last pick. Because there were no teams left. But I took the Bear, and they're, they have not won a game. It sucks. Right. Oh, they played last night? So mm-hmm. when you hear this, hopefully the Bears won last night. <laughs> <laughs> and if they didn't, God dang it. Sucks. Come on. Do it for Justin Fields. Hey, great game last week. Eddie, hope your Cowboys win. That's the game of the weekend on, on Sunday. That's the game of the week, man. It's a Cowboys big one. and Niners. I mean, the big games this week uh, on Saturday probably... I mean, the Notre Dame-Louisville game's good. The Mizzou-LSU game's good. The Bama-A&M game's good. The Washington State-UCLA game's good. There are a lot of, like, mm-hmm. interesting games happening this week. I like that. Did I miss any of the big ones college-wise? Well, obviously the Oklahoma-Texas. Oh, that's the biggest one. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love that it has to be on Fox because they have that game, and it's at 11. Mm. Bright and early. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That game's fun to watch because... Whoever loses, I'm kind of like, 
<laughs> I gotta be careful what I say. My wife's a big, big yeah. Sooner fan, and I do, yeah, I do root for Oklahoma, especially in softball. That my uh, Tulsa show that I'm doing, because I was with Patty Gasso, the head coach at Oklahoma, a couple days ago, and so I think she's gonna come out of the show. Oh, that's nice. awesome! I cool. think so. Yeah, hope I'm not blowing up her spot or anything. But I was like, you should come, and she's like, okay, I'm coming. So that's she, it. She's got to come now. Yeah, yeah, that'll be it. All right, thank you guys. Anything you want to say, Eddie? No, man, just go Cowboys. We didn't blow the whistle to start the show. I had the whistle in my hand, but you never called for I know, it. I so. forget every time. I'm so I'm shot out of a cannon. And since you're the leader of our cartel, I'm like, <laughs> don't worry about it, sir. <laughs> All right. Will you blow the whistle last time? You got it, man. All right. Got, go. Hey, Patriots playing this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to watch? They play the Saints. They play the Saints. It's going to be tough, man. We just lost two guys on our defense for the year, pretty much. And it's You just... traded for one, though. Yeah, we got JC back, which yeah. is good, but, you know. You got Jesus Christ back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my boy. How do you lose? Lock him up. Look at that. <laughs> Reed, any, any thoughts on the weekend? Um, I got no thoughts. <laughs> I got no thoughts. Be patient, man. Be patient. Yeah, we were on the bus yesterday. Reed disappeared. Walked back in the bus. Looked like he didn't know what planet he was from. He just, <laughs> just went to sleep. Just slept the whole time. Uh, okay, Eddie, blow us out. We'll All get right. out of here. We'll see you guys next Here time. we go. See you guys. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.